This is a presentation of the Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association Class AAA District 1 Championship Game on the Tigers Radio Network. Brought to you by Accurate Auto and Tire, My Way Entertainment, the Philly Pretzel Factory, Anthony's at Paxson Hollow, Delco Cleanouts, DZO Mechanical, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sproul Lanes, and Zach's Hamburgers. Webster's Dictionary defines a champion as simply one who defeats or surpasses a rival in competition. Tonight, one team will have the chance to not only claim their moment in history, but define themselves as just that, a champion. In doing so, they will join those that came before them. In 2012, it was the Interboro Buccaneers moment. Four wide spread again. Shotgun for Rentos and the Bucks. To the far side, to the near side. Rentos, pump fakes. He's going to roll out far side of the field. He's going to throw deep corner. He's got Everton at the one. Everton leads over the goal line. Touchdown, Interboro. Nick Rentos will kneel on it, and there is the football game. Interboro is the District 1 3A champions in Pennsylvania. And a moment that the Academy Park Knights claimed last season. Devon in motion, and it's going to be a handoff to Vaughn. Jet sweep to that far side of the field. Can he get an edge? Can he find a hole? He does. He's across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. Nobody's going to get him. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Jeff Devon and the Knights. Academy Park is your 3A District 1 champion house. As for tonight, two teams will meet, both of which are fighting for their crowning home. As the Great Valley Patriots battle the Springfield Cougars, the PIAA District 1 3A crown. For the Great Valley Patriots, this is their third appearance in the District 1 title game since 1995. The Patriots are looking to overcome their past misfortunes as they fell just short of victory in their previous two shots at the district title. The Patriots are led by their up-tempo machine-like offense that is producing an average of 41 points per game. Having won their previous two playoff games by a combined 48 points, the Patriots are looking to transfer that success into tonight's title game. On the other side, the Springfield Cougars are making their first ever appearance in the District 1 championship game. And they are looking to parlay the momentum of winning their first Central League title since 1994 into a district championship. If the Cougars win tonight, it will likely be on the strength of their defense. A defense that has limited opposing offenses to an average of 8 points a game. A number that has kept them undefeated so far. And one that could earn them win lucky number 13 here this evening. With the Patriots' offense and the Cougars' defense, this game is the proverbial matchup of the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. And in the end, only one can be defined by the word champion. I'm going to show you how great I am. The PIAA Class 3A District 1 Championship game is next on the Tigers Radio Network. Here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Five, four, three, two, one. 
We are coming to you live from the campus of Plymouth White Marsh High School in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, for the Class 3A District 1 championship game between the second-seeded Great Valley Patriots and the top-seeded Springfield Cougars. Presented by Accurate Auto and Sire. Good evening, everyone. I am Greg Pecco. Alongside me in the booth is Steve Reynolds. And on the sidelines, Dave DePasqua will be with us throughout the game. It is a cold evening here tonight at Plymouth White Marsh High School for this one. And Steve, after 12 weeks of football, Great Valley and Springfield are the final two left standing to compete for the district title. There's a reason why they're both here. They're the best in uh, District 1-3A. And uh, it's going to be a good game tonight. And I uh, can't wait till it starts. The number one seeded Springfield enters today's game at 12-0 on the season. They're making their first appearance in the district title game in their history. And so far in the playoffs, they've defeated Interboro 27-6 in the first round. And they beat Potsgrove last week 10-6 in a nail-biter to get here. From the Great Valley side, Great Valley comes in tonight's game at 11-1. They're only lost to Bayard Rustin High School. And this is their third time in this title game. The two previous times, they lost by very slim margins. One was six points and one was one point. And to get here tonight, they had to defeat Octorera 48-20 to in round one. And then they shut up Bishop Shanahan last week 20 to nothing to earn their presence in this final. Based on these pre- previous performances, Steve, tonight will be a story of offense versus defense. You got that right, Greg. Uh, Great Valley averaging 41 points a game. That's an explosive offense. It's led by Zachary Ludwig. They're impressive quarterback almost 2,000 yards passing and 538 yards rushing totaling 26 touchdowns you'll see River Johnson out of the backfield and Nazir Aderly uh, their wide receiver so a lot of explosiveness tonight but on the other side you got a stellar defense one of the best we've seen in a long time Uh, as you said only eight points a game and uh, they are led by Adam Crowder and Ricky Sterling Probably going to be all Delco linebackers, but don't forget about number 50, Brian Lading, coming out and putting pressure on the quarterback. Absolutely, tonight. and we will get a little more into both of the teams, but we will send it field side to Dave DePasqua. And Dave, you were down there braving the cold tonight, as you always do, and it is a chilly one down on the field as the teams went back to the locker room a minute ago. Great to be back on the sideline, especially for a game of this magnitude. The, the crowd is starting to form in now. The crowds, the cheerleaders, we got the news over here. It's going to be a tremendous game, as you were saying. Both defense are tremendous, only giving up those eight points a game. It's going to be tremendous. One aspect I'm going to say, I'm going to say it again later in the broadcast, it's going to be about turnovers, Greg. Absolutely, and with the cold weather, Steve, in, in that regards, you got to think that this game may not be that high scoring. It, it, the cold, the ball gets a little tougher to throw, to hold, and, and that's really the biggest problem. I'll tell you what, it's you know, whoever's staying on the field, if you're going both ways, you're, you're going to be, it's, it's not going to feel cold, but if you're coming off the field, these quarterbacks not playing both ways, it, as you said, it's going to feel like a rock. You might see some sloppy football at first, but I think, uh, as I said, they're, they're, these two teams are here for a reason, and they're going to uh, impress us. The importance of the kicking game, obviously, as well, as that ball becomes firmer. Now, digging into both teams, the two key players off for Springfield, one offensively, obviously the quarterback Brian Allen. Defensively is Adam Crowder, Steve. Yeah, those, those two are very impressive. You said Allen uh, loves to keep plays alive. Uh, he has uh, almost 1,200 yards passing and is going to be one of the only players, I know Matt Smith was uh, checking it, to run for 1,000 and throw for 1,000. He has 26 total touchdowns as well, as Ludwig does for uh, Garner Valley, or Great Valley. 
as you said, Crowder, very good at shedding blocks, filling the hole, a short tackler. That's a guy you want on your defense. There's a reason why their defense is so good this year, and it starts with him. As you mentioned, Zach Ludwig and Nasir Adderley of Great Valley, they're two key guys offensively that have helped, that have helped the Patriots put up 41 points per game this season. Yeah, and we talked about Ludwig earlier. Uh, Adderley, close to 1,000 yards receiving. He's third in uh, District uh, 3A in receiving yards, has four touchdowns. Um, and, or five touchdowns, excuse me. And, uh, you know, you're going to see guys like Buckholtz, uh, Stang, and Hunger Bueller uh, also catching the ball from him. But as I said, they're very explosive. They will spread the field on you. And, Dave, uh, one of the more interesting aspects of this game is that the defense for Springfield versus the offense for Great Valley, defensively this season for Springfield, on average, they've kept teams, their opponents, 27 points below that team's that team's average scoring. So, obviously, that's why they're at 8.8 points per game. Now, Great Valley scores 41 a game. It, it It's basically going to be the ultimate test. Unbelievable statistic-wise. Great analysis up there. One of the major things you're going to see is, with that offensive attack, the win has been a crucial element today. It was blowing back and forth earlier today. It's died down a little bit. So, it's going to allow Great Valley and the Patriots, as you see the Springfield Cougars coming onto the field right now. And certainly, as Dave just mentioned Springfield making their way onto the field they will be the home side tonight as they are the one seed Great Valley is the two seed and we'll take that Steve here and we'll go into a little bit district one championship history it's it's been dominated by Delaware County teams they've won three of the last four and 15 of the last 22 since 1992 in that time Strathaven has accounted for 11 of those titles so that was a very dominant Strathaven program uh, for through the uh, mid-2000s there yeah, Delaware County has really dominated this district championship, and you know we like to see that. We're Delaware County guys. We cover a Delaware County team, so uh, you know we got Springfield having a chance to uh, you know take that tonight. But again, they got a very good team to face. Absolutely, Great Valley is the defensively for Great Valley, and we'll kind of reverse because we've been talking about their offense. Defensively for Great Valley, they do everything right as a team in my mind. <laughs> They're the I've never seen the big guys on that defenses they have. I mean, they swarm the ball. They're athletic, and they just make plays. They force turnovers, and uh, you know, don't sell them short. We know Springfield's a good defense, but Great Valley, you know, they give up some more points. It's kind of a bend-don't-break uh, defense, but you know, when they need plays, they definitely make them. Absolutely, and Great Valley getting ready to come onto the field here. We are get inching ever closer to kickoff in the PIAA District 1 3A championship game. We'll be back in a moment with the coin toss. You are listening to District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Is your vehicle in need of service or repairs? Well, Accurate Auto and Tire, located in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, has been providing auto repair services to Delaware County drivers since 1991. With over 90 years of combined experience, the technicians at Accurate Auto provide quality service at a fair price. And if you bring your vehicle in with an unwrapped new toy by December 20th or a canned food good by December 31st, you can receive $10 off your total invoice. So if your car is in need of service, call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914. And the guys at Accurate Auto have a happy and safe holiday season. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back here with you. 
on a chilly night in Plymouth meeting Pennsylvania for this District 1 championship game in the 3A class between Springfield and Great Valley. And before the break there, we were discussing both sides. And, and Steve, for the last two years, we've been covering these games, and we've gotten two great ones over the last two seasons. You saw We saw Interboro two years ago here defeat Westchester Henderson 14-12. to And last year at Ridley, Glenn Mills lost to Academy Park 22-14. to Two great games that we've had, and I expect another one here tonight. Oh, without a doubt. We have the pleasure of doing these games. Third year in a row. So glad to be back uh, here at Plymouth White Marsh. And, yeah, it's going to be a great game. As we said, great offense versus a great defense. Something's got to give there, and uh, yeah, we'll surely find out. As the sides prepare for the coin toss here, Steve, your, your keys of, uh, to each game are players to watch for each team. We'll start with the players to watch. Springfield, you know there's Allen. Now, Brackenier went down last week. We don't know if he's available. If not, watch for Brad Murphy and Ricky Sterling out of the backfield. They need to establish a running game to be successful tonight. For uh, Great Valley, Ludwig. All right, He's their playmaker, 26 total touchdowns. On defense, the Springfield secondary. Not many people talk about them. Pat Smith, two interceptions. Mike Flegel, five interceptions. Luke Spence, six interceptions. They make plays. They made plays last week that helped them win the game. Uh, on the other side of the ball, defense, or, uh, for uh, Great Valley on defense, Buckles. He's going to committed to Bent State. Big 6'6 defensive end. He's going to put pressure on Allen and try to contain him tonight. Well, here we go. The captains meet at midfield here for the coin toss. As we get ready to start this one about a minute or so away from kickoff. And Springfield won the toss. They have deferred to Great Valley. And Great Valley will receive... And Springfield will kick off to open this one. So we will come back in just a moment after the National Anthem and bring you the kickoff of the District 1 3A Championship game. You are listening to District 1 Championship Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Akron Auto and Tire in Collingdale for all your vehicle's needs. And during the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in either an unwrapped toy by December 20th for Toys for Tots or a canned food good by December 31st, you will receive $10 off your total invoice. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. And don't forget to bring an unwrapped toy by December 20th or canned food good by the new year for $10 off your total invoice. Call and make your appointment today at 610-532-9914 from everyone at Accurate Auto, have a happy and safe holiday season. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet, and smoke Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. 
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, field side. We are here, District 1, 3A championship game between the Springfield Cougars and the Great Valley Patriots. Great Valley has won the right to kick as Springfield deferred. Great Valley will defend, will move right to left offensively, will defend the right end zone. They are wearing their white jerseys, silver helmets, and silver pants. Springfield is wearing their blue helmets, blue jerseys, and white pants. They will defend the left end zone and move left to right offensively to open this one. And Steve, your final thoughts before we get kicked off here. Yeah, here's three keys of the game. Dave already hit on one of them, turnovers. you got to make big plays and create some turnovers. And also hold on, on the other side of the ball, hold on to the ball. I mean, this is a big game. Special teams are going to play a factor with field position. And then in games like this, your big players need to step up and make big plays. And that's what it really comes down to tonight. So as they set up to return here, and the kick will come from Corey of Springfield. Ball is up, set up at the near hash. And here we go. The approach, the kick, spirals left, picked up at the 10-yard line by Great Valley on the return, bounces to the near side, and he's going to be brought down on that near side that time was number 5, Nasir Adderley. And number 28, P.J. Johnson in on the tackle for the Cougars. Adderley brought down at the 31-yard line of the Patriots to open this one. We talked about Ludwig. He's got, he can throw the ball, closing on 2,000 yards, but he can also pull it down and run it. They do a, a lot of uh, QB design runs. You'll see him in his spread offense and uh, the pistol look as well. Ludwig comes out with two backs in the backfield, three wide receivers set, one near side, two to the far side. Ball at the 31 on first down. It's a QB keeper up the middle by Ludwig, and he's going to pick up about nine yards before he's brought down at around the 38-yard line. Number 50, Layden, in on the tackle, as well as number six, Luke Spence for the Cougars. So they go four wide receivers now. Adderley is out on the far side. Ludwig out of the gun. Looking, looking. It's a screen pass to Adderley, far side. He makes the catch, goes forward, finds a hole, has a first down. He's across the 15 into Springfield territory at the 47-yard line. Layden again and on the tackle, and they like to run those wide receiver screens, get their playmakers in open field to make some plays. First down and 10 from the 40. Seven of Springfield now. Two receivers near side, one back in the backfield for Ludwig. He hands it off up the middle to Adderley, and he goes forward for about five yards. Little read, uh, read option there. Gives it. You said pick up a few yards. A gang of Cougars in on the tackle there. First, second down, and six from the 43. Great Valley keeping the pace here. Sends a man in motion. Ludwig's going to roll near side. He's going to look to throw. He fires, and it is caught for about a four-yard pickup at the 40-yard line that time by number two, Nick Cianci. Crowder in on the stop, and we saw. I'll, I'll finish after this as they don't huddle up. Third down 
and three from the Springfield 40. Ludwig, four wide receiver spread. Looking, firing far side, incomplete. On the far side of the field, it was intended for number nine, Ryan Buckholes. And Great Valley's going to line up once again, Steve, here. Fourth down and three from the Springfield 40. Ludwig, shotgun again, two receivers near side, too far. Looking to try and possibly get Springfield to jump here. Hard count from Ludwig. Looks to his far sideline now to change the play. They rotate the blocking back over to the near side this time. That's River Johnson. It's going to be a handoff to Johnson. He's in Springfield in pursuit. They bring him down for no gain on the far side of the field. Turnover on downs for Springfield. Excellent play there. Matt Sella in on the tackle, but a good job by the DN and outside linebacker to set the edge, force River Johnson to go up and uh, cut back in, and Springfield was there to make the tackle. Dave, a great play there on the Springfield sideline. A lot of momentum out of that play. I don't think Springfield needed any more motivation going into that. They are completely fired up. Defensively, they led the way the entire season. Now it's up to the offense to come out. Game of field position. Springfield gets one right there. Thank you, Dave. And here's Springfield out now at their own 40. 10.20 to go. First quarter. Nothing, nothing. Ball game. Brian Allen in the backfield. Two receivers to the near side. Murphy in the backfield as the running back. It's a fake handoff to Murphy. Allen goes up the middle for a plunge and only picks up three yards. 57 was in there. Robert Dietrich, the third, as Allen takes it up for a few yards. And you won't see either of these teams huddle up. It's fast-paced offense. They get signals from the sideline. So it's going to be a fast-paced game tonight. So it'll be second down and seven. From their own 43, Allen pitches it far side of the field. And going forward that time appeared to be number 11, Harris, for about a three- to four-yard game. It was on the far side. Looked like number 55 was in on the tackle. Casey Carroll, their middle linebacker for the Patriots. And he's a player that's all over the field uh, for this Patriot defense. And actually, that was Mike Flegel, number 31, on that last run on the pitch. Allen now on third down and four from their own 46. Shotgun, one receiver far side, one near side. Allen takes it, QB draw. He has the first down across midfield and down to the 48 of Great Valley. Looks like Buckholtz, number nine, and on the tackle there. You won't see that many big plays. They like to chip away at you, the Cougar offense, and that's what they're doing right now so far. And Allen and Springfield go in the hurry up now. He's under center, and it's going to be a quick handoff up the middle to number 44, Ricky Sterling. Number eight, Connor Middleton, another outstanding player on the Patriot defense and on the stop. And you see Sterling and Murphy already stepping up in the absence of Bracken here. Sterling picks up seven. It's second and three now from the Great Valley. 43, Allen takes it out of the gun. It's a handoff to Murphy up the middle into a pile. He's still in there. No whistle yet. And finally blown dead after only a two-yard game. Yeah, he saw an opening, but that lane shortly collapsed as a gang of Patriots come in and make the tackle there. So it'll be third down and three from the Great Valley 41 here. 8.34 to go first quarter. Allen under center. Hands off to Sterling. He's wrapped up. He tries to reach forward. It depends on the spot. This is going to be very close. Dave? They're going to mark him down at the 40-yard line. So it's going to be fourth down and one, but it looks like Springfield's going to go for it. So now Great Valley with an opportunity to make a stop here on fourth and one at their 40-yard line. And Allen takes it, fakes it to Sterling, and he keeps it himself and rolls around and gets a first down and picks up three yards. 
He lunges forward. It looked like he was initially stopped ahead of his leg, but he lunges forward and picks up the first down for the Cougars. And the pace continues to pick up here. Brian Allen out of the gun now with two running backs in the backfield, two wide receivers. Wimes is the far side receiver. Allen takes the snap play action. He's looking, looking, and he's going to be brought down for a sack back at his own 48-yard line. And there he is. Connor Middleton comes in first, and then Buckholt cleans him up as they both bring down Brian Allen. So a official loss of eight yards. It'll be second down and 18. They're going to mark him dead in the grass, I guess, there at the 45. And now Springfield will set up. We have Allen out of the gun. Three receivers stacked on the near side, one far side. Allen takes the snap. He's looking. He's going to be going forward as if it was a QB draw, and he hesitates. He's going to be brought down for another loss by Great Valley. Great Valley's not buying it. Number 66. Marcus Johnson, D-tackle, comes in and makes the play. And something about this Great Valley team, they have 29 seniors, um, and most of them play defense, and uh, a lot of them contribute. So this is a very experienced defense. Third and 19 from the Great Valley, 46 for Brian Allen. Four wide receivers again. Murphy, the running back in the backfield. Allen takes it. It's a handoff to Murphy. He goes to the far side of the field. He cuts it up, and he runs into the cut three, four, five Great Valley defenders, but picks up three yards. Adderley and Middleton once again in on the stop. So after two pick, uh, first down pickups for Springfield, they start going backwards. But good job by Great Valley to hold. And Springfield's going to bring on their punting unit as Joe Davis will come on to punt. And returning is Nasir Adderley. The dual threat, there's the snap. Davis's punts, a nice spiral, rather low, hits down at the 18, takes a Cougar bounce inside the 10 and down to about the 8-yard line, still rolling down to the 7, and Great Valley will have to start from there offensively. So good job so far by both defenses, but here you got a special team. You, you pin him inside the 10-yard line, right at about the 6, and if you're Springfield's defense, you're licking your chops right now. Dave's doing speed drills down there with where these two offenses are rolling, and uh, Dave, that thing just kind of kept rolling, kept wanting to go towards that other end zone. You're exactly right on the broadcast. It was a great bounce for Springfield. Kept on rolling. All the Patriots had to do was let it go. Hopefully went to the end zone. Otherwise, they're going to come out. It's going to be another Chip Kelly-type offense over here, too. Great Valley back on offensively at their own six-yard line officially on first down with 6.08 to go first quarter. It's a handoff up the middle to appears to be River Johnson. But we'll see as he went far side. And the numbers, that is River Johnson. The numbers here are a little tough to read for Great Valley, but that's Ricky Sterling coming in and making a nice tackle. Way to sniff it out by him. So it'll be second down and eight from the seven. Ludwig in the backfield out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. Two tight ends far side. Ludwig with the long count trying to read the Springfield defense. Sends a man in motion now, and it's a handoff to Nasir Adderley, who tries to take it on a jet sweep. He's bottled up for only a gain of one. Good job by the defensive end and Brian Layden. They just shot the gaps. I believe it was a slant call to the right. They slanted right into the jet sweep and uh, stopped him. Good job there by the Springfield defense. It'll be third down and eight as there's officially no pickup on that play. Great Valley comes out. Four wide receivers now. 
Ball at their own nine-yard line. Ludwig takes the snap. He's looking. He's under pressure. Did the ball come loose? Couldn't tell if the ball came out. I don't see a beanie, but the way that play went, it, it's a loss for Great Valley in any event, and they will have to punt the football away, Steve. Layden, Archambong, and Crowder all in on that sack there. They take down Ludwig. And, you know, Dave, was that, that wasn't, the ball didn't come loose. That was just the far side of the line. Springfield just got a great jump. Yeah, that play action did not help as the defensive line was able to get in on there early. The ball did not come loose, but it's going to set up a great field position for Springfield now. And here we go. The punt is Great Valley number 55 for Great Valley. Low snap, and it is nearly blocked. It might have got tipped. I think it got tipped. It got tipped, and it's going to roll across the 30 and finally bounce out around the 40. So it ends up being okay for Great Valley as Casey Carroll's punt attempt was nearly blocked by Springfield. I'll tell you what, that was uh, you know, nearly blocked. If it got tipped, that was a great roll for Great Valley. But uh, excellent field position for the Cougars to take over here as Allen leads them out to the field. And Springfield essentially going to take over where they left off a moment ago uh, when they were pushed back on several plays. Allen comes out with a single back. It's Murphy. Two receivers, two tight ends. It's a handoff to Murphy up the middle, and he's stacked up for maybe only a gain of a yard or two. Marcus Johnson does a good job taking on the guard, shutting the block, and wrapping up Murphy for about... A gain of a yard or two. So here we go. Allen again out of the shotgun. Two receivers, two tight ends. High snap. It's a QB option. He, Allen being pushed back. The ball comes loose. And Great Valley is on it in Springfield territory. At least it looks like from up here. And now we'll see if who has it. Looks like they're going to stop play. And it's it's going to remain... In Springfield hands, it looks like the Great Valley defender who jumped on the football, his momentum rolled him over the ball, and Springfield able to get back on it. I thought he sure, Great Valley sure had him, but as you said, momentum took him over the ball. Springfield unfortunately gets it back on as Allen was just trying to make something out of nothing there. Third and 24 from their own, 44, 303 to go first quarter, nothing, nothing, ball game. Four wide receiver set for Allen out of the shotgun. Murphy in the backfield. Allen takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to throw middle of the field incomplete. He had a man there in the vicinity that was Brett Sheeran, but it was just a little far out of his reach. Yeah, he had him down the seam. Sheeran, uh, who had about an 80-yard touchdown pass earlier this season against Garner Valley, is a deep threat for them. Can make some plays. Uh, just a little bit out of the reach there as Springfield's going to have to punt again. So it'll be fourth down and 24. And on to punt is Joe Davis for Springfield to return his Adderley for Great Valley. Davis gets his punt off. This one's a high wobbler. It's going to hit down at the 15, takes a big hop. Adderley's going to play it at the 9, and there's several Springfield defenders there. Now Adderley cuts it far side of the field, trying to break a few tackles. He breaks a few. He gets forward to about the 13. A flag comes in at the end of the play, though, and Dave, I didn't see what the flag might have been. I'm thinking blocking in the back. It's though. either going to be a black on back or a hold. It was right in front of the referee along this side, so it's going to back up the Patriots even more. Thank you, Dave, down there on field side. and um, you know, Usually in them plays, Steve, one of two things happen. You break one or there's a penalty, and here's the official signal from the referee. It is a block in the back, so that will negate any amount on that return. Yeah, that's going to put them right back where they were on the last possession there. So it'll be 
2.38 to go in this first quarter. No score in the game. A defensive battle so far in this one. The ball is going to be marked at the six-yard line of Great Valley as their offense will come out with Ludwig and Adderley. So here we go. Ludwig out of that shotgun set. Actually, it's a pistol this time. Two receivers far side, one tight end near side. He takes it. It's a handoff to River Johnson up the middle. He's running for about seven yards before he's brought down across the 10 at about the 12. Ricky Sterling in on the tackle for the Cougars, and good job by Great Valley to get some running room or get some room there as they run it up the middle for some yards. Second down and four from the 12 now. And Ludwig takes the snap. It's a handoff to Johnson again, and he's stacked up by Springfield for a two-yard loss on the play. This time, Josh Sweeney, number 61, meets him in the backfield for no gain there. So bring up third down and seven, or maybe a long six here as the ball's marked at the 10. Ludwig, empty backfield, five wide receiver set, trying to spread Springfield out here. Ludwig takes the snap. He's looking. He fires. He takes it himself. He pulls it down and he runs. He's got some open spaces. Can anybody catch him? He's across the 40, across the 50, across the other 40, 30, running out of steam and being drugged down from behind at the 15-yard line that time by Springfield's Pat Smith. And Ludwig, we talked about he can run the ball there. What created that was that excellent pump fake. As Springfield has to respect his throwing game, he pulls it in and takes it all the way down across midfield. And a touchdown saving tackle there by number two of the Cougars, Pat Smith. So Great Valley is going to come out again with the empty backfield. First and ten, at officially at the 17 of Springfield here, no score. Blood, uh, this one time, Adderley out of the Wildcat, tries to run forward with it. Springfield sniffs it out, though. Yeah, right there, it's just a case of giving your quarterback, Ludwig, some breathing room, uh, some time to breathe as they flanker him out to the wide and have uh, Adderley take the direct snap. Second down and nine from the 16. Dave DePasqua's field side for any red zone information we would need. Four wide receivers set for Ludwig. Ludwig takes the snap. He's looking. He fires far side, and it looks like they're going to rule it a catch on that far side of the field that time. And A nice play that will pick up maybe three or four yards with under a minute to go first quarter. Three yards. Officially a three-yard gain. And Great Valley does have an excellent kicker who hit two long kicks last week, Pat Sayer. Last catch was made by Doug Strang of Great Valley. Four wide receivers, shotgun for Ludwig. 30 seconds to play first quarter. Ball inside Springfield territory at the 12. Ludwig takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to fire underneath. It is caught underneath by Johnson, but it's going to be close to a first down. Hard to tell from here, Steve. Yeah, Ricky Stone makes a good stop be, there. No. Be fourth. It's going to be fourth down. He's going to mark it just about a yard short, Greg. So it looks like it's going to go into the second quarter. It's going to be fourth and one. Thank you, Dave. And that'll be the end of the first quarter here at Plymouth White Marsh. The District 1 championship game for 3A is tied at nothing. Nothing between Great Valley and Springfield. You're listening to District 1 championship football on the Tigers radio network.